Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Bimbo News. With your hosts, Allie Siegel, Melissa Stegman, Hello and welcome to Bimbo News. I'm Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stutton. This is a podcast where we will cover everything from viral news stories to pop culture to things that we watched on TV during the week. We have a Patreon. Our true crime episodes are now only available at patreon.com slash webcrawlers for $5 a month. This week's Patreon episode is about Mark Twitchell. The murderer inspired by Dexter. Mm-hmm. Scary stuff. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and call into our hotline and leave a voicemail if you'd like to be on our mailbag episodes. Leave a message about something we've discussed in an episode. Tell us a secret, Shh. a story. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Whatever you'd like. Blah, 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 blah. Tell a story, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's it. Shh. Blah, 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 blah. The number is 626 Nice. Melissa. Yes. Tell us this huge pile cornucopia of patrons we have today this huge cornucopia of patrons <laughs> are alexandra b zach w jessica m rebecca m ambrose rebecca l stacy e stephanie v charles steph h david s matt k nikki p nathan m tara m robbie leah bobby jean brandy devonar ariana brie mallory and oh. jen I like the name Mallory. And I love, I mean, I love all the names, but I yeah. love Bobby Jean. Bobby Jean. Yeah, that's a good name. How fun is that? Um, and like, I that's feel fun. like I'm on the front porch eating an apple Bobby pie. Jean. Bobby Jean. In the um, swing. Yeah. Front I, porch in down uh, south. Yeah, I love it. Uh, guys, welcome to the team. Huge news. Huge. Uh, Melissa, Maria, and Martin and I 
went to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> and don't worry, we did not get those tickets from Twitter. No. <laughs> it was not the scammer who... It was I mean, not the scammer. That would have been amazing if we paid like $200 for those. That would have been amazing. <laughs> that would have been amazing. No, Melissa and Martin came through last minute, surprising us, saying, what are you guys doing Monday night? Do you want to go? And Marie and I were like, obviously. Are you kidding me? Yes. Yes. And we didn't ask and we didn't know where we were sitting or anything like that. Like I thought, okay, we're going to have nosebleed seats and I'm going to be going to have the best time of my life. That's not what Martin does. He didn't tell me. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, if we because he actually wanted to go to the show. Oh, my God. And he was like, you don't want to go. I was like, I don't know. I don't really know Taylor Swift songs. Turns out I know every song. And Taylor Swift facts. Like, you know, (laughs) I would say that it goes. Maria's actually like a super fan. Oh, yes. She's a Swifty. She won't admit it, I don't think. But she knows like she does Taylor Swift math. She's one of those people. Yeah. Um, and then I honestly think it's you and then it's me. <sighs> I really didn't like I'll listen when her albums come out. I'll listen to it once and then like I'll hear it on the radio or I'll hear it wherever. Maybe I am listening to it more than I realize because I knew all the words. <laughs> yes. The songs. See, I. I listen to it a lot. Like, that's pretty much the only thing I listen to on Spotify uh, and that and a few other playlists. Matchbox 20. And Matchbox 20, honestly. But I don't know, like, Taylor Swift lore. Yeah, I don't really either. I just started reading about, honestly, from Maria. She'll yeah. send us stuff. And now I'm, now I'm like, is she gay? Is she dating Carly Kloss? Like, what's oh, going yeah. on? Yeah, um, and w- what's crazy, she had, we went to the Monday night show and then... The Tuesday night show, the rumor, wa- or was it the Wednesday? It, whatever. It was one of the shows. The rumor was she was going to announce her 1989 Taylor's version album. And people were like, there are clues. Apparently, at the show yeah. we went to, our like bracelet things flashed a certain color a certain amount of times that meant something. People I don't know what crazy. it means. But at the show, the last show she changed her costumes to wearing blue only for the last three or four songs and everyone was like oh my god she's gonna announce because 1989 is the blue blue album album, or whatever that means i don't know any of that yeah so i was on twitter like refreshing like (laughs) waiting till 11 30 i'm like oh my god is she gonna announce it is she gonna announce it and she fucking did announce it i'm like oh my god she drops these clues on purpose yeah it's uh, that's what it was where i was like oh the swifties actually aren't crazy these no she, she does this yeah what, what they're not eggshells what are they called um easter eggs like the easter, easter eggs, eggs that she plants <laughs> the eggshells the, egg the easter eggs she plants really are real she actually I feel like does taylor's that like very online like she knows what's going on yeah either she or someone in her management is a yeah. mastermind and so Carly Kloss came to the last... I love it how we were like, we're not going to do a Taylor Swift episode. We're like, <laughs> going to talk about it for three hours. So uh, Carly Kloss came to the last night where she uh, introduced the 1989 Taylor's yes. version. And Carly was not in the celebrity tent area. No, she was in the 200s or 300s or something. Which, which is I- still a really good seat. And I read, like, I guess the girl that she went with posted somewhere being like, 
these seats are, I think I sent it to you and Martin there. She was like, these seats are from Taylor's camp. Like Taylor's camp reserves certain seats that you can buy from Taylor's camp, like on Ticketmaster. Um, But I guess 1989 is inspired by Carly Kloss. I think so. It's from when cross whatever it's from when taylor swift moved to new york or something right she moved to like be closer to carly or something and so she was hanging out with a a bunch of models those models yeah her model phase but i always thought cornelia street from the album lover was about carly because that's her old apartment yeah i'm just i don't know i'm so confused if you guys know call in because i don't know what's up with these two um but i think i'm a am i a swifty now like I, her concert was incredible. Three and a half hours she performed with like costume changes in between. There was maybe like, I don't know, 15 to 30 seconds in between each album eras that she went through. Yeah. I after I, I was like, what is her Adderall dosage? Like, I don't know how she we all felt hung over the next day. Oh, I was not okay the next day. I slept the entire day. I've never been that tired because we stood (laughs) for three hours. I was like, how does this bitch perform for three hours? I didn't even drink any alcohol either. I had pizza. Yeah, we had pizza and water and we were not okay for like two days after. Um, So tired. Yeah. So she, I mean, she, what I do appreciate about her is that she's so rich and but I think she's really giving her fans her money, their money's worth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I, definitely. I think she's like working for that cash, and I she like increases that. the GDP in each city she goes to because so many people fly in, especially LA, because so oh many people God. fly in. It was six sold out shows, seventy thousand people fit in SoFi. That's insane. She increases the economy. it's crazy yeah and it's it's crazy that she and beyonce are touring at the same time um i didn't even know beyonce was touring yeah she's touring right now wow yeah Um, beyonce's shows are amazing i went to one of her shows yeah you did um but most importantly more important than taylor swift is that uh (laughs) our listener amber spotted me maria and melissa at the show and asked for a photo with us and I've never been, I've felt like a celebrity. I am on a high still. I couldn't, <laughs> that was the first time I think anyone's like noticed, recognized us. Us, the yes. Yeah, I got recognized uh, once before. Um, I was in a Target parking lot <laughs> and I tripped and then someone <laughs> And someone have a nice, had a nice fall. <laughs> yeah, have a nice fall. See you next year. And someone yelled out, "Are you okay? I love your Twitter." <laughs> someone did that to me too. I didn't fall, but I was crossing the street going yeah. to like an audition, like I don't know, ten years ago. Some yeah. girl was like, "I love you on Twitter," and I was like, "Yeah." Yeah, I was like, I, I so I rode that Target high oh, until yeah. until now where I'm that, riding. Yeah, a this couple of years high. I was riding that high. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. That shows how desperate we are. But one time Adam Scott recognized me. This was like, I think eight years ago, I was doing a show at UCB. I was like the guest, whatever, monologue, monologue yeah, yeah. person. And he had, we had followed each other on Twitter for a long time. And like, you know, he'll reply to my tweets or like interact. This was like 2000. 
10 maybe and i went backstage he's like you're Melissa. he's like oh you're funny on twitter i was like oh thank you you are too oh i was like oh my god Uh, mindy kaling said that to me once in person yeah, we were also at uh, we were at UCB because uh, I was I was listening to BJ Novak uh, back when I was oh, friends with him yeah. do like some sort of reading or something. I can't. He was reading his short stories before his short story book came out, um, and she said, "Oh yeah, you're funny on Twitter." She's unfollowed me since though. Oh nuts! She still yeah. follows me. I think uh, I haven't checked in a while. Uh, well, watch out. Fuck. Um, well, anyway, of- what other celebrities have told you you're funny? The whole time. Um, well, speaking of the famouses, uh, uh-huh. Katy Perry is at it again. Um, this story confuses me so much. So if you remember, this was several years ago. Katy Perry was trying to by i think it was like a convent in los Feliz or something yes um, it was an eight acre i don't know if it was like a convent or some sort of house or something but a bunch of nuns two nuns owned it and mm-hmm. she was in a real estate battle with them and then one of the nuns ended up dying during the real estate battle um, crazy yeah didn't, I mean, she was, they, didn't she like pass out at court or something yeah it was like all this horrible stuff. Um, so then, the like everyone was joking about like Katy Perry killed a nun. Like that was yeah. the that was those were the memes. Yes. So now she's in a law a three year lawsuit over a Montecito mansion she purchased in twenty twenty one for fourteen point two million. Yowza. Um, so this eighty three year old Carl Westcott moved into the home two months before, uh, I guess, uh, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom bought it. How but was how is that possible? So what happened is, I get he's a, uh, a veteran, and he had bought the home planning to live there for the rest of his life. He has Huntington disease, and I guess Ooh. that he had a surgery... And he was in impaired health and didn't have good mental faculties at the time. And I guess he signed or something about like his family or whatever, because of his poor health, like put the home up for sale. He signed the paperwork, but he's saying that he didn't have the correct faculties at the time. He wasn't of sound mind. Oh, okay. To sign the paperwork. Um, and he's fine now, I guess. Like he's feeling, it says, oh. about a week after the contract was signed on July 22nd, 2020, Westcott said he started to feel mentally clear again after the opiates from his surgery wore off and sent a letter to the real estate agency rep- uh, representing the property. And uh, he said, oh, I actually don't want to sell my home. And Interesting. Uh, Katie and Orlando Bloom were like, too bad. Like, we want the home. We've signed the paperwork. Like, oh. it's ours. So now they're in a huh. legal battle to get the house. <laughs> That's complicated. Yeah, but I'm like, listen, you could have any house you want. Yeah. Just get a different one. You could have any house you want in the world literally any house just fucking pick another house in that neighborhood i'm sure there's houses for sale also not to be crass 
this 83-year-old, poor 83-year-old man who has Huntington's disease, who wants to live out the rest of yeah. his life in this house, I don't think he has that much time left. Yeah. like Why don't you sign a contract saying when he passes, you can, you get, you get the house yeah. and just wait it out 10 years, you know, or whatever it's going to yeah. be or five to 10 years. Like, it's so this guy now has to spend the remainder of his life in uh, in enmeshed in a legal battle with Katy Perry over a house. That's that's obnoxious. Yeah. And you're going to make this guy who's sick, like pack up all his belongings and move now. Seriously, you ha- if you have 14 million dollars to spend on a house, fucking buy another house. Yeah, it's crazy. And like, Obviously, clearly, this guy also has that money, but he's 83 and yeah. not in good shape. Like, he listen, doesn't want to have to look for a house and like move and like ugh. at 83 years old. Like, come on. I don't know. I mean, clearly, legally, it seems like they maybe have the right to the house, but if he wasn't in sound mind of, and body, know. like, I don't yeah. know. Um, anyway, she just seems anyway. like a real narcissistic biatch. Yeah, fucking move somewhere else. I'm sure they own like 10 houses somewhere else too. Like, yeah, I mean, if you can buy a $14 million house, like, I don't know, it's it sucks. Um, Speaking of snakes, what's this uh, woman attacked by a hawk and a snake? (laughs) This that's a bad day. This is a bad day for this lady. Yeah. So this woman was mowing her lawn. I mean, this sounds crazy. It sounds fake. She was in Texas. So a hawk was carrying a snake. Oh, my God. Flying over her. Sounds like a tattoo, like a hawk carrying a snake. Yeah. (laughs) What? And apparently the hawk dropped the snake and the snake dropped, fell on the lady and the snake She's okay, by the way. So this, okay, good. she didn't die. So the snake wrapped itself around her arm. Oh my god! Like squeezing, and she was trying to get the snake off. The hawk swooped down, trying to, to get, get the, the snake? snake. Oh my god! So it it started attacking her. Oh no! Like, whacking her in the face with its fucking wings, and. It was clawing at her arm, trying to get this snake off of her arm, and she was screaming. Holy shit. Yeah. And then finally, the the hawk grabbed the snake and it flew off. But I guess the snake was like, was biting her at the same time, and her husband came, or no snake bite was found. But she saw what appeared to be snake venom on her glasses. So the snake. Oh was my god! Like, it like, spit, yeah. like, Oh my god! And she went to the hospital, and the doctor asked her, "Like, are you on drugs, lady?" Yeah, the story sounds crazy. Insane. She's like, "No." <laughs> like, yeah, snake fell out of the sky, and then a hawk. Like, okay, sure, lady. I wonder, was it on video anywhere? No. Yeah, I mean, that, that would, would be, be unbelievable. Amazing. Like, yeah, there's no video of it. Because, I mean, as a doctor, if I if someone came in and was like, uh, a hawk dropped a snake and then the snake started biting me and then the hawk tried to attack the snake, I'd be like, um, Pixar didn't how's happen. How's the bath salts? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, sure it did. Okay. That's 
insane. <laughs> well, I'm glad she's okay. Yeah, that's scary. That's like that's a, something that you have to worry about now. It's like, oh my god, a bird could be carrying a fucking snake and just drop it on your head. There's so you. much you have to worry about these days. That's really bananas. Yeah, it's scary um, to go outside. The, well, and it's scary to be inside too. Uh, I read this man knocked down his basement wall. He was trying to just do a nice DIY project, uh-uh. and he discovered a vast underground city. This is huh? like bar- barbarian style. Have you seen Barbarian? Oh, oh, have I seen <laughs> Barbarian? That movie fucking rules. Yeah, my favorite it's so movie. So good. Um, so uh, this is from Metro. Uh, uh, dot uk on the list of surprising things to find in your basement a vast underground city dating back centuries is probably high on the list but that's what happened uh when one uh what one man discovered in 19 oh, 1963 after taking a sledgehammer to the wall of his cellar in turkey the man who has stayed anonymous for some reason found a tunnel lurking behind the wall during a bit of home renovation the tunnel led to another one and then another one behind that Uh -uh. he had unwittingly located the entrance to a huge underground city called uh derinkyu sorry if i'm mispronouncing that Uh, The subterranean warren had been abandoned for centuries and was eventually found to be 18 stories deep (gasps) and capable of housing up to 20,000 residents. What the fuck? It was all underground? Yeah, this is like silo. There were chapels, schools, and even stables down there. Oh my God. That's That's crazy. Oh my god, these pictures are crazy. Oh, it's yeah. open to the public now. Yeah, now it's open to how twenty thousand people? <laughs> that's that's like a third of who a uh, Taylor Swift Swift concert. It was carved into volcanic rock and became a sort of man-made colony. They believe okay. it was crafted between seventh and eighth century. So you can see there's a photo and there's kind of like a a hill. Yeah, you can kind of see it from the back. I guess little doors or like windows coming out of it. Yeah, and I guess that all led led to his basement. If he knocked out a wall in his basement, that all led to that. (laughs) Can you imagine? No, that's crazy. Early Christians live there. Fleeing the Romans and Muslims. Wow. During wars. It was like a whole underground. You know, I mean... This is so not similar, but you'll find that in Los Angeles. <laughs> the, uh, the Los Angeles version is that you'll find secret rooms and um, like secret storage because of prohibition. Right. Um, so like uh, there's houses here where it will look like, you know, a wall. Um, right. And then you like, like open the wall somehow. And there's like a whole secret room that used to be like a bar in the 20s. Um, That's cool. Yeah, but this is a whole other... Open to I mean, the public, although only 10% of the city is accessible. I would get I, lost he, in there. Yeah, he must... There must be... He must have found some skeletons down there. Oh, yeah. Who is your yo. first call when you find an underground city in your house? Like, what do you uh, even do? 
who would I call? Well, I think it, you'd text me and Maria, I think. I'd be like, oh, my God. I'd probably text you first, and then I'd text Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like, whoa, look at this whoa. in my house. What the fuck? Um, wow, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't even... I want to go to Turkey. It looks really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they do, I think, uh, cheap plastic surgery there. I think that's where Darcy and Stacy go to get their plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. They do like hair hair transplants for men. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. That's like the place to go where it's cheap. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't want that. Um, hair transplant? No, maybe on my, my bush. Um, <laughs> speaking of men... Uh, the Softy Brothers. Is that how you pronounce their name? Is it Safty? I think it's. I think it's Safty. Softy Brothers sounds like it's like an ice cream company. Yeah, it sounds like an ice cream company. Anyways, uh, they're doing their own version of true crime, but they're doing a three-part HBO uh, docu series about telemarketing scams. Oh right, I saw this. Yeah, which is fun. Oh, it says it debuts August thirteen. Oh, that's today. Huh? <laughs> what? That is today. Whoa, where wow. am I? What? What? Um, that's today. You did you listen to the reply yes. all episode? Lo, the yes. long distance call. I think it's called. It's the best pod. One of the best podcast episodes of all. I think time. that's the best podcast episode I've ever listened to. Yeah. So it's the reply all podcast, which is a fantastic podcast, which I don't think they do. They anymore. don't make it anymore. But. uh basically like people call in with different things and they investigate it but they they investigate this call center in india that's doing like telemarketing scams and they end up finding where the call center is and they go to india to meet Mm -hmm. the guys in the telemarketing call center yeah like Um, i guess i don't know who the host is but he like talk ends up talking to a telemarketer and is just like so what's your story what's your name what's your life and then like goes and finds this guy and it's fascinating it is it's so interesting what's the episode called again long distance call yeah you guys gotta listen to it it is so so good um anyways i guess they're doing i'll watch it our three-part episode on that oh uh, executive producers and danny mcbride Hmm. That'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. So then another interesting TV thing that's happening is Melissa and I are real Bravo heads. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm so confused by this. She's like trying to unionize reality TV stars. Yes. Um, Which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, pro unions. Unionizing is great. Um, it says Hollywood attorneys Brian Friedman and Mark Garagos accuse NBC Universal of covering up acts of sexual violence and more in its reality space. She wants to unionize, and I think they're they're doing like a lawsuit against NBC, Bravo, and E. I could be wrong, but uh, it says. These individuals have been mentally, physically, and financially victimized by NBC and threatened with ruin should they decide to speak out about their mistreatment. As a result, the sordid and dark underbelly of NBC's NBC's widely consumed reality TV universe has remained under wraps for far too long. Please be advised that the day of reckoning has arrived. Wow. I mean, yes, it does make sense because some of these reality cast members don't get paid 
enough and some of their lives get ruined. Well, if you think about like Raquel and Vanderpump yeah. Rules, like there's no way she's making as much as like a network TV star for her to have her life ruined. And also like, they do pay bumps. But I think the first season, I think they were making like $500 an episode or something. That's insane. Yeah. And if you look now, um, you know, there's pictures of the cast filming and they're there. There's pictures of them like hugging Tom Sandoval and stuff. I know. And poor Raquel is like in Tucson, Arizona, like hiding for her life because yeah, everyone I don't know hates that her. she's going to be on the season. It doesn't seem like it. And it's just, yeah. you know, reality TV can ruin someone's life. Um, oh, absolutely. So it says the letter accuses the company of a number of violations, which includes but is not limited to deliberate attempts to manufacture mental instability by by applying cast members with alcohol while depriving them of food and sleep, mm-hmm. denying mental health treatment to cast members, displaying obvious and alarming signs of mental deterioration, exploiting minors for uncompensated and sometimes long-term appearance appearances on NBC reality TV shows. Uh, distributing and or condoning the distribution of non-consensual pornography. Oh, what's that? I don't know. Covering up acts of sexual violence. Yeesh. Refusing to allow cast members the freedom to leave their shows even under dire circumstances. Oh. Uh, huh. In terms of covering covering up acts of sexual violence, uh, I don't watch. I haven't watched the season of Below Deck, but I guess production stepped in to stop a uh, attempted like rape in the last episode. <gasps> what? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, That's so. Crazy. I think they are maybe in light of this uh, unionizing and yeah. lawsuit, they're trying to be. I don't know. It's really, it's interesting. Um, it's fascinating to me that it comes from Bethany because I thought that she and Andy Cohen were like best, thick as thieves, like best friends. But right. maybe. So yeah, if you if you work in reality TV uh, and know more about this, I'd be interested to hear what it's like being in production in reality, in reality TV or being on reality TV, you know, or you know, the morals and ethics around it. Um, I mean, I think part of what we like in reality TV is the messiness. So, well, when you- yeah, the drama and the people being ridiculous and like embarrassing themselves on TV. Like, that's why we all watch it. Yeah. So if you take measures to yeah. actively take and oh, take, take that away and prevent it, like, what are we left with? Not to say that reality tv is good but right what will it be anymore right you know what makes these people fascinating um because the bachelor i know they have they implemented a two drink maximum now for all oh, their shows because of that um the incident on bachelor in paradise paradise yeah where they had to shut down the show yeah but yeah they have two drink maximum because they would just let people drink all night long not give them food yeah i mean that's bad fucking crazy yeah there certainly has to be some sort of you know like rules around it hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What is this death cap mushroom? This is a story from mm. Australia. So three people died in a suspected poisoning case oh. from death caps, those mushrooms. Scary. So two couples were invited to have lunch at a home in Victoria. It was oh, a local pastor and his wife. Oh. All four were known to locals as pillars of the community. Um, that night, they all got really sick with what appeared to be food poisoning. Oh, shit. A week later, three of the four were dead. Oh, my God. Um, the host of the gathering was um, a woman in her 40s and her two children who were unharmed. Interesting. So they think the victims ate death cap, which are the deadliest mushrooms. Um, but they don't know if it was intentional or accidental. Yeah, was she like foraging or something and got the wrong mushrooms? I think so. She claims that she has no idea what happened. She It was like accidental. And her two kids didn't eat the same food as mm. the other people. But there was a food dehydrator found that they had. And it's weird. They don't know. It's strange. The it was like a farmer's market fail. Yeah, so that's an interesting story. I guess death caps taste delicious. That's a thing, according to people who have mistakenly eaten them and survived. That's interesting. You know, it's like how um, poisonous, um, like snakes and poisonous spiders and bugs are really uh, beautiful and colorful. I wonder what that is that, you know, and death caps are delicious. They can kill their victims. Yeah, it like makes them more enticing or something. Yeah. That's interesting. But yeah, that's a crazy story that hasn't updated yet. But that's why I'm like, when people go look foraging for mushrooms, I'm always like, girl, be careful. It's scary. You don't know what, unless you're like a professional. 
Yeah, there's like a lot of weird mushrooms out there. I, I Isn't that don't... how, what was that movie? Uh, the movie about the kid, the kid who was in the into the wild. Did he die by eating a death cap or whatever at the end? Oh my God. I was thinking where the wild things are. Yeah, I was like, same, is, that, is similar, that about an acid trip? <laughs> similar vibes. That actually would be interesting if that's what where the wild things are is actually about. Like that little kid goes into the forest <laughs> and eats a eats a psychedelic mushroom and then just He's imagines just tripping all these. the whole time. That actually is really I like that take. That um, makes sense. I might want to skip this. Do you know anything about this little Tay person? All I know is that. She was trending on Twitter and every, there was articles that she died. And I guess she was like, I think she's like a teenager now. But when she was nine, she was like in all these like viral videos for like being a famous rapper and like saying crazy things because she was nine years old. And then she kind of like disappeared for a while because apparently wow. her dad didn't want her to be on the Internet anymore. But her mom did. And there was this announcement on her instagram that she had died along with her brother my god everyone was like huh that's crazy but then turns out her instagram was hacked (laughs) so she's still alive and i I read people think that it was like a publicity stunt that's what people are thinking because it took a day for them to respond after the message went up so everyone's like why did it take a day for you to say that you're not dead yeah, and I've also, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything really about this girl or this family, but I've heard also that her parents might be a little suspect or allegedly mm-hmm. abusive or weird or things like yeah, that. Yeah, I read that too. I don't so, know. I don't. I don't. It's know. weird. Yeah, if you guys follow, um, if you guys follow this, let us know. Um, because it's it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read also about these spiders that cause boners. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> what is this? I saw a couple of people have posted this on Instagram. I thought it was a joke at first, but it's real. Uh, so a supermarket was evacuated after spiders whose bite can cause painful <gasps> erections or death were spotted. I love that. That's the two options. <laughs> You'll either get you a either boner have a or really you die. Good time, <laughs> yeah. Or you die. The two options. <laughs> it's um, either really cool or really sick. Yeah. So a supermarket in Austria was evacuated after a spider whose bite is capable of causing erections or death was spotted. Uh, it's 45 miles out of Vienna. The store has been closed since Tuesday. The four Whoa. inch spider was in a box of bananas. Four inch. I mean, that's a pretty. Is that a tarantula? It's tarantula size. It's known as, known as the banana spider. Oh, no. I've seen pictures of those. Was that on? Um, what's that movie? Uh, uh, tar- not tarant- arachnophobia, where there was like bananas that get they get transported, and there's just a, a spider in it, and it comes out, and it. Oh, really? It kills everyone, I think. Oh my god, banana that's really funny. S- banana spiders are scary. This is crazy. They're saying that they're hoping to use part of the spider venom to develop drugs for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> the chemicals in its bite could lead to a treatment more effective than Viagra. <laughs> uh, 
Wait, it kills you within two Not to six hours? Not if it could hours? also kill you. Whoa, they're in Central America. In 2019, scientists at the Federal University said the chemicals in its bite could lead to a treatment more effective than Viagra after they included them in a gel, which led to prolonged erections in a study of mice and rats. Uh, I, I guess want- if you don't use too much venom. <laughs> That's like Botox. It's like right. we're really rolling the dice. Medical significance. Wow. They usually hide in dark places, clothes, cars, boots, boxes, and log piles. Do you, when you put on your shoes... Always. Do you always just do a little tap? Always. Tap, tap, tap. I'm terrified of spiders. Wow, this yeah. is huge, and it's, yeah, it's yellow. Eee. Scary. Now Symptoms I- may appear within 10 to 20 minutes after the bite and death within two to six hours. <gasps> I like Severe legit pain. psychosomatic feel like I'm like I know. spiders now. In- increased blood pressure, vertigo, fever, sweating, visual disturbances, nausea, vomiting, paralysis. That's not a good time. Oh, uh, uh, speaking of uh, animals that aren't, that are better than that, that are fun... Have you seen this video of the bears that look like humans wearing costumes? Oh, yeah. They have funny butts. Yeah, they have very funny butts. They have like real flat butts. It looks like a bear. There's this video on Instagram I saw of these. It's a bear standing up, but it looks legit like a person just wearing a bear costume. It's a specific kind of bear, though. What is it? Oh, it's called the sun bear. A sun bear. Yes. Um, so this article in AP says, our bears are real, a Chinese zoo says, denying they are humans in disguise. <laughs> it's like, uh, their body is just built so different. Yeah, their sun bears from Malaysia are smaller than other bears and they look different. Uh, some people think they stand like a person. Um, <laughs> they're kind of like skinny. They're skinny. They're small bears. I think they're as big as like, well, a little bigger than a dog. Melissa, what do you mean a little bigger than a dog? Well, they're like like on all fours. (laughs) They're like. (laughs) You're crazy. They look like little. I don't know. They're so funny. How? how, Wait, what? They kind of look like they have like sloth. Yeah. Like hands and snouts. And their butts are just like wrinkly. They don't. Yeah. They don't go out. They're like flat butt. Oh, they only weigh one hundred and forty. They weigh fifty-five to one hundred and forty-three pounds. Yeah, they're tiny little guys. Oh my god, you're right. They are small. They're only twenty-eight inches big. Yeah. It's so funny. Wait, how big they're is little 20... wrinkly butts? How many feet is wait twelve? 20... They're only like two feet tall. Yeah, they're they're tiny. Whoa, these pictures don't really do it justice. I know they, they look, look bigger like than that, bears, but they're they're like <laughs> they're like kids. Yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> that's why that they had to deny that they are actually humans and well, also I mean, because this one's like waving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that looks like 
because it's standing on its hind legs and it's like waving. <laughs> it's waving. It has one paw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I saw any animals standing on its hind legs like a human I, and waving, I would just go over and be I'd like, be "You're like, a human." So That's like, a person at it. <laughs> yeah. And just like, yeah, I'd eat you. Eat me. Um, crazy. Uh, another fun animal thing: a new sea creature dropped. Hell uh, yeah. It has a, a massive sea creature, 20 arms attached to a strawberry-shaped body found in the Antarctic Ocean. Strawberry-shaped body? It can change color from purple to dark reddish. Is it like an octopus? It looks kind of like an octopus. 20 arms. They call it the strawberry feather star. New species. You know what's crazy? There's probably like thousands of species that we don't even know about. Oh, bajillions. Also, bajillions. Like, if you look at this thing, I'm like, that's, well, I was about to say that's not human, but like, obviously it's not human. But I mean, that's, it looks every, weird. Everything that we think a- aliens look like in movies, I'm like, that's what deep sea creatures are. Yeah. H.R. Geiger creatures. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. It looks like it's kind of like bioluminescent, too. Live down to 65 feet to 65,000 feet underwater. It's kind of a large margin. Large margin. Large margin. <laughs> large margin. <laughs> crazy. Um, what else is going on? I saw this article. This judge in Orange County... Orange County Judge Jeffrey Ferguson has been charged with murder in the shooting of his wife, Cheryl, in their Anaheim Hills home. This judge just called in saying, I just shot my wife. I won't be into work tomorrow. Uh, what? Yeah. He said uh, he alerted his staff that he won't be taking the bench at the Fullerton uh, courthouse to handle the next day's uh, calendar. He said, I just lost it. I just shot my wife. I won't be in tomorrow. I'll be in custody. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Why? I Isn't that crazy? Just like... He's 72. I guess he was... In, it says the judge intoxicated. Oh. He was drunk. Still... I, and he did it in front of the their son. Oh, my God. 65-year-old Cheryl Ferguson had been shot. He posted a million-dollar bail. Oh, God. He was he got out of prison? Oh, they got into an argument over dinner at a restaurant where he threatened her by making a hand gesture indicative of pointing a gun at her. The argument continued when they got home where Cheryl said, why don't you point a real gun at me? Jesus. And then the judge, intoxicated, pulled a Glock 40 caliber pistol from his ankle holster and shot her in the chest. This is the police confiscated 47 firearms in <gasps> his home, plus 26,000 rounds of ammunition. What are you doing with that much ammo? Uh, yeah, why, why does this judge need 47 firearms in that much ammo? Wow, he asked the op- officers to shoot him. Wow. Wait, did the what is the wife? That's why you should own guns. No one should own a fucking gun. It's it's insane to me that we're allowed to have guns. Why? <laughs> why why do we need yeah, a gun? Yeah, cuz even just this guy was clearly drunk. 
Yeah. He was just angry and was like, fuck you, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot like, you. If he didn't have a gun, wouldn't have shot his wife. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, and is in a position where he thinks he has the power, where he probably, like, imagine casually calling into work, like, hey, I'm not going to come into the courthouse <laughs> tomorrow because I shot my wife. Like, and he's a judge. Ins- yeah, you're Who's he? What's he judging? Yeah, it's right. Yeah. Last but not least, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to do a, a whole episode on this. There's another thing. AI poses doomsday risks and <sighs> present harms. Great. Does AI know when we're all going to die? I mean, does it? I just don't even understand. It should know. <laughs> you know? It, it, it really should, should know, know, right? These algorithms. I actually don't even want to get too much into it because I haven't done enough research to know how AI is going to kill us yet. But, and I've also heard of something called the basilisk. Have you heard of this? Oh, what is that? It has something to do with AI, basilisk AI. Because shouldn't AI be able to predict like the next pandemic, you would think? Is it capable of doing that? I don't know. Okay, Rocco's Basculus is a thought experiment which states that an otherwise benevolent, benevolent artificial superintelligence, benevolent? Bene- that too, <laughs> in the future would be incentivized to create a virtual reality simulation to torture anyone who knew of its potential existence but did not directly contribute to its advancement or development in order to incentivize said advancement. So basically, like anyone who is against AI. Right. Is going to be punished by AI. That was an episode of the big ones that Marie and Amanda did where it was something about that where like, would you would you be some something having to do with I welcome AI into our lives because I don't want it to hear me saying that I don't like it. That's smart because otherwise the basilisk is going to torture me. you in a virtual yes. reality. Hell. Um yeah, we got to do an episode on the basilisk, but maybe find someone who actually knows yeah, something about it. knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you know anything about the basilisk or AI, please call or email in. We'd love to have you as a guest. Um, I think that's about it for today. Melissa, do you know anything else that we I need to talk about? I think that's about it. Great. Um, if people want to reach us, where can they do so? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. Um, uh, um. <laughs> all right. Well, I am Allie. Um, I'll bow to our basilisk AI overlords, Seagull. I'm Melissa. I too uh, welcome our <laughs> new robot overlord, Stan. Yeah. All right. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye. Bimbo News. Bimbo All the news you can handle, so tune in to this channel, everything you want to know, about recent news and TV shows, Bimbo News. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.